<laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk, what's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. The love, if they baby. knock me down, then I, I get up. Dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am Tavares. Hello, hello, and hello. I hope everyone's doing terrific. I appreciate you guys being here with me as you are every Saturday, but I do not take it for granted. I love the fact that I'm able to be here with you guys and be transparent, be vulnerable, um, even sometimes emotional and probably sometimes sounding like I'm going out of my mind, but that's okay because my truth is my truth. Your truth is your truth. And at living your truth with Tavares, we are all about inclusion, not exclusion. So today we're talking about the damage, the damage. Yeah, that damage. I call it the damn edge. Um, and how it has impacted me and what that looks like. It's different every day. It's not the same every day for myself. Um, you know, having an absent parent, it impacts a child's development a lot and shows itself later on in life, can and perhaps will show itself later on in life. And so the damage, a lot of it for myself, the unforeseen things, right? The things that I'm not counting on managing Emotions that come out of nowhere and they're raw and a lot of the time growing up completely unexplainable. At times, even as an adult, they still are unexplainable. But because I'm present and I'm more aware of my mental health and I'm more into my mental health, which obviously puts me more into myself and more in tune with myself, I'm able to manage a few things. Cured? Never that. Because trauma, you can't out-cure trauma. You can't out-medicate trauma. Shout to Dr. Jashana Johnson out there at KTLA, I believe. KBLA, excuse me. And she gave me that little nugget. She shared that nugget with me, with us. Um, And I'm going to say, you know, you have to, I have to be open to it, right? I got to be aware and open. And so that at least gives me the tools to begin to manage the damage because the damage, I mean, it's, it's everything from feeling isolated to feeling awkward, invisible, out of place, insecure. Um, and again, these feelings, not even knowing what, you know, like before I knew and got more in tune with what's going on with me, um, I didn't know where they were coming from. I, it, it was very hard to explain that sort of thing. The damage for me, I mentioned before that it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, I could be having a great day and all of a sudden I get this emotion that comes over me. It could be something as simple as seeing a child walking with their father. 
Because truth be told, there's a part of me that thinks about that, that has been very curious about that, that relationship. Like what happens with that relationship? Because I've seen the impact and I've seen examples growing up, TV, movies, things like that, friends, family. And I've seen the impact of some of my friends, very close friends, and their relationships with their fathers. I've seen how that has catapulted them into doing and wanting to be better for themselves. Um, And I've seen it go the other way. I've seen it push a bit too hard. Now, I don't have anything to compare my relationship to because there is no relationship. But you can say that the absent parent is a relationship because the absence is the presence. And you never get used to that. That is something that I feel for me, you want to talk about damage, that has hardened me in ways that I never knew that it could or would. And so it's often made it difficult for me to express myself. It's made it difficult for me to respond when someone's giving me something like affection. Yeah. It makes things like that, that other people, excuse me, probably just don't even give two thoughts about. They feel a certain way, they go into it, boom, and that's it. Yeah, not so much. Because there is a constant, for me, there's a constant, I don't want to say it's a reminder, but um, I believe there's a part of me subconsciously that is always reminded that, ah, he didn't want you. Didn't want nothing to do with you. That stings. I don't care how old you are, that stings, period. And it's going to shape the way I approach certain issues within my life. It has. My relationships haven't always been tiptoeing through the tulips. They, they, they've been, you know, they've had their, their share of turbulence. That's for sure. And then it was repeated. Right? It was repeated. Because I was finding comfort in the trauma experience. Heavy, right? I know. This is Living Your Truth. I am Tavoris. We'll be right back. Sit tight. We're paying some bills and we'll be right back. Hey, you guys. Tavoris here from Living Your Truth Podcast. I just wanted to say thank you so much to everybody who is on social media showing love. If you've liked a picture on Instagram or you liked a post on Facebook or Twitter, I see y'all. We appreciate it over here. Absolutely appreciate it because that's your time and that's your energy. Please also be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast at. That is important. I want everyone to have access to the show and I don't want you guys to miss any of the upcoming episodes ever. Set your alerts, be sure to follow. We will follow back. Believe that. I will follow back. I will make sure. Okay. Excuse me. And real quick, I don't want to act like things aren't happening over in Ukraine. Things are happening and they're bad. So I just want to send love and to let Ukraine know we stand with them. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am Tavares. Hello. Hello to all of y'all. What's up to everybody up there right here in the middle? And I see y'all down here. Thank you so much for being here with me every Saturday. 
And we are talking about the damage today. So earlier you heard me talking about what it looks like. For me, it's different every single day, right? So sometimes I wake up and it's a great feeling and a great day. Other days I'll wake up and I'm just like not really feeling it. Now, it's never too tough to where it's going to stop me from moving. However, it has sat me down. It has sat me down and forced me to think about some things, forced me to think about the way that I'm feeling. And look, if you're feeling this way, you're not alone, okay? You're not. In fact, at least one in seven children have experienced child abuse or neglect in the past year. And this is likely an, uh, an underestimate, excuse me, according to SamHSA.gov. And so the neglect part is what I want to look at. However, child abuse is never okay and is not okay. And if you know anyone or you suspect that, you report it to the local authorities and you make it happen for the person who can't speak up for themselves. Um, being neglected as a child sucks. Being neglected as an adult sucks. You ever be in a relationship with somebody and, you know, you guys are maybe just going through some turbulence and a part of their, I'm going to say, a part of their way of getting on your nerves is to ignore you. Man, ignoring someone is a cold piece of work. Because it can really cause a person who's not that strong in mind to really start to go down a rabbit hole. Um, that can in turn create trauma for them or damage. I've been on both sides of that. I've been the one being ignored and I've done the ignoring. I used the, I weaponized it at one time. Yeah, I did. Not cool. I'm not bragging about it. That's not what I'm doing. I'm sharing that with you to let you understand and let you in. Sometimes when you're dealing with someone who has trauma in their background, childhood trauma, in my case, as a child, it's difficult to manage that, to feel it. In fact, you're probably not really even feeling it because of all the things that come with being a child, right? I think and we talked about this before in earlier episodes. Remember, this whole season has to do with me and getting to know who I am as it relates to my father. Or am I getting to know that part of myself? Because, again, he's not around. And so we've been talking about this all season long. And so the trauma comes out later on. And, yeah, it can be very impactful. Um, again, as I mentioned before, my, my relationships, um, they would go through, when I look back at them, they would go through these routines. Um, and, yeah, they just weren't healthy at all like there was nothing that i was going to be able to build on that we at the time depending on who i was with we weren't going to be able to build on anything because i was never even ready i was never even close i was playing house i've had five relationships all of them about five years plus the longest one i was with was my last relationship but the truest of them all is the one I'm in today. I'm able to be all versions of myself. And so in order for me to do that, I have to be present with myself. And therefore, I have to be accountable with myself. And therefore, I have to put together the, you've heard me mention the regimen, the routine, the working out, the meditating, the stretching. Going to see my therapist every Thursday. 
All of these things together allows me to be conscious in mind, body, and soul. I'm able to be present in all these different areas of my life. Here's a good, you know, y'all, I like my stats. I'll be sharing stats with y'all. So here we go. What percentage of children suffer from trauma? Do you know? Do you know? How about you? Do you know? Do you know? I'm about to share it with y'all. Studies show that about 15% to 43% of girls and 14% to 43% of boys go through at least one trauma. Of those children and teens who have had a trauma, 3% to 15% of girls and 1% to 6% of boys develop PTSD. Rates of PTSD are higher for certain types of trauma survivors. You could agree with that. Okay, yeah. So, again, the things that I share here are things that I'm still learning about myself. These are things that, and again, I've had to ask the question. You know, people often say, oh, he's all right. He's just this. Oh, she's all right. She's just that. Sometimes there's something really going on there. Sometimes we really want to pay attention to ourselves, not to be confused with being selfish, but... And I say, but because selfish, well, you are supposed to love yourself. So don't always make it about you when it's really about the issue. That may be within me or maybe within you. See, that's what we're doing here. We're exchanging energies. We're sharing. We're trying to figure this thing out together. I have to consistently do the work every single day, every day. So what makes you any different? Eh, Maybe your truth. I respect that because you can't argue with my truth and I dare not argue with yours. That's what makes this right here a very safe space. And that was according to the PTSD.va.gov website. Um. How many children suffer from mental health issues? See, we see it. We've been seeing it. Some people may think the world is going this way. Some people may think the world is going that way. All I'm saying is stay ready so you don't have to get ready. And that doesn't mean just ready within your home. You know, shout to my doomsday preppers. I'm talking about staying ready within even your mental health space. Staying ready within your spiritual health space if you are into that. I don't assume anything. We don't do that. Whatever space you're looking to enhance, enhance that space. So that you're able to be the best versions of yourself. That's what I'm talking about. I share my vulnerabilities with y'all because... (sighs) It's for me to share. It's my choice. If someone learns... Just a little bit from what I say, that's a huge win. As a human being, I've definitely done my fellow man or woman a solid, no doubt. Don't have to know you in order to give you a solid, right? Right. And it comes back to me as well. I do it so that not only is it a way for me to help myself, but it's also a way for me to share and to be transparent 
so that other people can figure out ways to help themselves. See, it's about having a sustainable method of care that I can administer to myself all the time. 24-7, 365, really 24-7, 365. Not where I got to call somebody, wait on it, and then uh, I'm on hold, and then they, you know you get that music. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nah. I want to be able to wake up in the middle of the night and take care of me without spazzing out, without freaking out, without running to a medicine cabinet. And no shade to anybody who has to take medication. I've been there, so I'm not shading nobody on that. I'm just saying for myself. My episodes... When I stress, they're exhausting emotionally. We'll talk about that next season. But for right now, it's still about the damage. This is Living Your Truth. I am Tavares. We'll be right back. What you say? I heard it through the grapevine. Remember, practice positive self-talk. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We are talking about the damage. And right before I went to break, um, we were going to talk about how many children suffer from mental health issues. And that number is nearly 5 million children in the U.S. have some type of serious mental illness. One that significantly interferes with daily life. That's heavy. In any given year, 20% of American children will be diagnosed with a mental illness. Here's what we don't quite understand as people. I really believe this. When a woman is pregnant with a child, I believe it's in utero, in, in this particular stage where they feel, they can feel, they can hear, they can understand sound, vibrations. They hear voices, our voices, mommy, daddy. Sometimes grandma, grandpa, maybe auntie, uncle somewhere up in there and probably some cool best friends along the way. Now, you often seen men lean down to a woman's belly, kiss the belly, talk to the belly. You've even heard about music being played on the belly, soft music, perhaps classical. Right. And so all these things, all these vibrations. Are fed into the said baby. If baby is said twins, then it's twins and so on and so on. Those vibrations, what we don't quite understand, are very significant in creating the nervous system, the central nervous system. They're very sensitive. So if there's yelling going on, if there's fighting, a very loud environment that's obnoxious, not healthy, All of those vibrations will go into said child because life is on a rhythm. I think we can all agree with that. Right. Right. So. It is our job, our duty, our obligation to be the best versions of ourselves. And I mean, like. From A to Z. Every day, all day. Because each of us, yeah, we're all transmitters anyway. So why not? Why not give off a good vibe? Why not give off great energy? Infectious, positive, strong. 
You know what I'm saying? Like inspirational type energy. Because that number right there, all those kids, mm, they're going to all be adults one day. Mm-hmm. Some of them may even be running the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so mental health awareness is a big deal. We will get more into that next season as well. I'm a huge advocate for that, no doubt. But that's what's going on. So when there's an absent parent involved, those numbers are much, much higher. Much, much higher. Because remember, you're dealing with a child that doesn't have, like, half of their identity is, is not available to them to ask questions to, to be touched by. Touched as in cared for, loved on. Okay? Those things matter. If a young boy grows up and doesn't really feel affection from his mother, what do you think he's going to be like in a relationship when his girlfriend asks him, hey, baby, be more affectionate with me? He's going to look at her. He'll appear to hear her, but the thoughts in his head are going to be like, what? What is that? What are you, what, affection? What are you talking about? Like, you want me to what? You want me to like sit closer to you? I mean, what do you want me to do? Yeah, I can speak to that. I've been that for sure. For sure. There's times where I still struggle with it. Complete transparency. And that's the reality. See, if you grow up in a home of love and there's always examples of love, like, you know, hugging, embracing, hello, goodbye, you know, even a kiss on the cheek. Tender, light examples of affection will go a long way in a child's development. Long way. Long, 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 long way. That's why you often hear some people say, oh, I want what my parents have. Well, in order to have that, you definitely have to get with someone who knows exactly who they are and what they want. And they not only have to have those qualities, but they also want to be exactly aware of who they are. I mean, their whole their, their, their character makeup. Understanding what came before them and what may come after them. Those are the things I even think about. Because the reality is, is I don't know that half of who I am. So I'm struggling with that. I'm trying to figure out that part of who I am. I believe growing up, I've always overcompensated in some way, shape or form because I really didn't know that. Witnessing my friends with their fathers and hanging out and doing all those things, right? And me just kind of being on the sideline, observing everything, trying to figure it out, not knowing what it feels like because I never had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rabbit hole can go very deep, very deep. And that's what I'm talking about when it comes to the damage. It's not just the damage for today that the person is not there. It's the damage for the years and years to come. Not just the years before the child turns 18. I'm talking about that's, re- that's probably when it starts to really start popping. And what I mean by popping is evolving. That's when a person begins to start taking shape, right? We can all agree with that, right? Right. So now they're a young adult and they're going off into the world. I was playing house. When I look back at that, I had no business being in any relationship that I was in. I was broken as a child. No, I wasn't broken to the point where I was unmotivated. No, but just in other ways. See, everyone's, again, truth looks different. And I learned how to put on a face, a mask, if you will. Because we all have them. We all wear them. Some of us have interchangeable ones, depending on where we are or who we're with. Right? Right. And at a young age, I was able to develop a mask 
that allowed me to navigate. And at times my mask would crack up. And what I mean by that is that's when my anger would take over. Like I would move with that aggression. You know, if somebody, if I felt somebody was trying to insult me, that's how I would let them know, hey, you may not want to do that. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. Hey, Tavares here from Living Your Truth with Tavares. Always take time for your mental health. You matter. You are very important. And many people love having you around. So take the time for your mental health. I know life can get crazy. I know we all get busy. I know we got to be here, there, here. Oh, yeah. And can't forget that meeting. I get it. But take the time to give yourself enough time so that you can cruise along into your day and about your day. There's no need to be playing catch up throughout the day. We all hate that feeling. I know I do. I can't stand rushing. It gets on my last nerve. So I do myself the honor and the privilege of giving myself a bit more time just so that I don't have to rush. There's no need to build up all that angst, all that cortisol inside your body, all that adrenaline. It's not good for you. So give yourself the time and have a great day. We'll see you next week. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. Hello. Hello. Thank you all for being here. I absolutely appreciate you guys, your time, your energy. Today, we're talking about the damage and the damage that occurs and has occurred due to having an absent parent in my life. If you understand what I'm saying, terrific. If you don't understand what I'm saying, terrific. You just learned something new about me and perhaps something new about someone you may or may not know um, because it shows up later on. At least it has for me. Um, I don't believe I'm the only one who's feeling like this. I believe that some people just mask it better than others. And so, you know, I was in my statistic bag uh, (laughs) and I wanted to share some things with you guys. And so um, what does emotional trauma do to a child? Well, especially when it comes to like that absent parent type of trauma, um, the impact of child trauma is stressful. Learning problems, uh, lower grades in school, more suspension and and expulsions, um, increased use of health services, including mental health services, increased involvement with the child welfare and juvenile justice system. I definitely was in the juvenile system a little bit. I wasn't perfect. I said I got a full transparency. Right. Um, And. Long-term health problems such as diabetes and heart disease. This according to SamHSA.gov. Um, yeah. Heavy, right? Right. See, sometimes people just want to say, oh, they have a mental illness. Here's a medication. You can't out-medicate trauma. You're going to hear more about that in next season. So stay, stay with us. Um, you know, there's 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 other ways to approach childhood trauma. 
And the trauma's real. See, people don't really quite, I think they really don't, some do and some don't. The impact of the absent parent is real. We're talking about development here of another human being. So there's a reason why there's two parents. Two parents are there to teach said child or children the do's and don'ts, the ABCs of life together. Because together they make a whole one. So yes, it does take two. Absolutely. At least, I'm not saying y'all got to stay together. Nope, not saying that. But the participation, you have to be present. Absolutely. Because what is at stake? Said human being who's going to grow up one day. I'm so lucky to be this present within myself because I could be thinking about other things, right? And not be thinking about this and just be thinking, oh, yeah, I got some issues, but no big deal. It's cool. Nah, I don't feel like fixing nothing. That is so not the approach because then you're leaving it up to everyone else around you to manage you. And damn myself, I don't want to be managed by anybody other than me. Why? Well, because I'm the one with the issues. I'm the one that has felt the impact of the absent parent. I'm the one who has to navigate all this, these weird feelings that I'm having. And weird only because I don't know what they are half the time and where they come from. But as I've been able to peel back the layers, I've been able to become more present with myself. I've been able to be a hell of a lot more accountable, that's for sure. And it feels good. It, it, it feels like a positive progression within my evolution. So it feels not only good because it feels good, like dopamine good. No, it feels good because I feel like I'm actively participating in developing a better version of myself and putting in that work. Not just reading books, not just doing, you know, searches here and, you know, putting in the work, putting together a body of support so that I'm able to be the best versions of myself. And if I do begin to slip and there's some slippage, then, hey, I'm able to lean on the support system I have put in place that I have designed myself because of being present within myself. Do you feel what I'm saying to you right now? It is no one else's responsibility to hold you up, to make you whole or feel whole or make you happy. It is not. Whatever you want to find, you got to find within yourself. But in this instant where there's no parent to be present to show said child, hey, my man, this is how this goes. See, because if that happens, then. Oh, my goodness, we mitigate all kinds of BS. Like, we don't have a whole lot of BS going on. So then you're, I'm, I'm also dealing with that, right? I'm also dealing with the ebbs and throws of my life, ebbs and flows of my life, excuse me, and also managing the other part of my identity not being present for me to, you know, asking questions and for me to learn some things from, right? For me to develop that part of who I am. That's important to me. And if you know anyone feeling like this, then damn it, I'm sure it's important to them. Which is the most common emotional problem for children? Well, you guys have heard me talking and by now you should know a few things. I mean, anxiety's up there. You already know that. Uh, 9.4% approximately out of 5.8 million children 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have anxiety. That's according to the CDC.gov. So you're, you know, you know who they are. Uh, 9.8% have ADHD. Approximately, that's out of 6 million children. So, and then of course, just behavior problems, nine or 8.9 out of approximately 5.5 million children. Yeah, there's a lot of things that come with an absent parent. These are just some of them. And of course, yeah, I know there's other things that can factor into that, but I could tell you what the catalyst possibly is. For sure. For sure. The awkward feelings, you know, quiet, walking around, not saying a whole lot. I didn't speak a whole bunch as a kid, as like I remember, like, because I was on the bus at such a young age and I was probably just like scared, you know, as you know what. <laughs> Drive, you know, riding this bus with all these strange, smelly people. You know, look, as a kid, I mean, you know what it is on on a on a on a county transit bus, right? Right. You know, you keep your hands to yourself. You know, you 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 pay attention to your stop so you don't miss it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Navigating, managing, and again, I'm not cured by any means. And so, again, if you know anybody dealing with this, just love them. Tell them you see them. Ask a question or two. Don't pry. But at least you're showing interest because that is also a way to show love. It's a way for them to know that they're not invisible. Everybody loves to be acknowledged. I don't give a damn what anybody says. Acknowledging a person, another human being, is respect. On a basic level. Just real simple stuff. Doesn't take much. In fact... You don't even have to say a word. You could just wave, give a nice nod, nice tip of the brim. Acknowledgement is helpful. It's definitely helpful, especially when it comes to the damage that is created by the absent parent. There's so much that comes with that. I truly think at times people really don't quite get the impact until they hear someone talking about it like myself. And that's okay because I feel like I'm doing my part. For me and for anyone else out there that has gone through what I've gone through or continues to go through what I've gone through. To my fathers out there, represent. If you and the mom aren't cool, represent for your seed. And vice versa. Moms, represent. If you and dad are not cool, represent. The child is not a pond. Don't weaponize the child because that... You want to talk about karma? Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. If you have comments, questions, or any concerns, feel free to email us at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. If you are on the Twitter, as I love to say, we are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R Truth. And if you are on TikTok, Facebook page, or Instagram, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. I want to thank each and every single one of you who has tuned in today, and who continues to be supportive. I love you. I appreciate you. I thank you for your time and your energy. I know you have many, many, many choices in the podcast world, so we thank you here at Living Your Truth with Tavares. Until the next time, be the best versions of yourself and live your truth. Peace. 
Happy holidays, y'all. Now, you know, you have to get something nice for that special someone in your life. So why not get them something to read? Like my book series, Kiss by the Wind, a book of poems and passions. Volume one and volume two available now on Amazon. Volume three drops April 30th. 2023. What you can do is go down to the episode description, click on my Linktree link, and it'll take you right there. Remember, Kissed by the Wind, a book of poems and passions. Volume 1 and Volume 2 available now. Volume 3 drops April 30th, 2023. In the meantime, be the best versions of yourself and live your truth. Peace. Next time on Living Your Truth with Tavares. Generational Trauma, the passing down of traumatic impact on the next Living Your Truth with Tavares. Be sure to email us at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're on Twitter, we are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R Truth. And if you're on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk, what's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. The love, if they baby. knock me down, then I, I get up. Dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares.